Business is simple. It's just not easy. We focus on three things to help you run and grow your business more easily. Talent, sales, and how to scale. This is the Talent, Sales, and Scale Show. Hey everyone, today is a really cool episode on the Talent, Sales, and Scale show. We have Travis Lochner. Don't screw it up. He gets very sensitive, he just told me. No, no, <laughs> just, just joking. So Travis uh, Lochner on here. He is the CEO of Multimedia Production. He's the host of a podcast, really has dived deep into this live stream. He is a partner with marketing and creative directors. He's doing a brand and media consultant. He, a former CEO, co-founder and CEO, you name it, he's done it. Has the <laughs> coolest office to date. You gotta check him out on YouTube. Has a Star Wars trooper, and he's also read Deep Work, so he's gotta be a good guy. So with all that said, welcome, Travis. Yo, thank you so much for having me. I am glad to be here, Brian. Thanks so much for being here. And I don't know why that was popping up. So yeah, I know now why. So I have my LinkedIn live as we're streaming. So thank heavens, today's topic is gonna be, uh, we're live streaming on LinkedIn. He's not cool enough to be on Clubhouse yet, but we'll get him there. Um, he's, he's a holdout for the Android. Um, but this is a really interesting conversation. And, and the reason I wanted to have you on, Travis, is one, you are doing podcasts. You have that fancy microphone hanging in front of you. Uh, two, you've really grown up in marketing and in, in all different aspects of it. And it's loud out there, right? Creating a podcast, there's a ton of them out there. And the first time that I've heard of somebody say that, they said, hey, let's let's live stream on LinkedIn. I'm like, why in the world would we live stream? Why wouldn't you just record it, right? Because then you can't reuse it. I was so oblivious. So I, I think it's a really relevant topic. So that's why, why we're on here. But I guess before we dive too deeply into this, Travis, uh, question number one is, you know, why in the world should we listen to you about <laughs> live stream and what makes you an expert, man? <laughs> Well, uh, I think that this is the beauty of this conversation that I think we'll tap into is anybody can hop into this live stream medium and tap into it. So about a year ago, back in March of last year, March of 2020, I had a, a moment that yeah, shifted the trajectory of my career, of my business, um, was attempting to set up an in-person event in Denver. Wanted to try and utilize my digital relationships and convert them to real uh, real human connections. And so we were setting up an event in Denver, booked the speakers, booked the venue, booked everything, and a little something something called COVID came in and jacked that all up real good. Um, and in that moment, uh, I'm, I, I call it my COVID clarity because I truly am am grateful for that to to finally that to have finally come because rather than canceling the event, I ended up converting to virtual and I had never downloaded Zoom. I hadn't ran any live stream productions, and we put together a virtual event for the first time ever through Zoom and pulled in some speakers from LinkedIn. And it was actually wildly successful. Had multiple people booking calls, uh, unreal engagement during during the actual stream, and it cracked 
open so much in my mind uh, as far as what this medium could do. Uh, so since that moment in March, I've leveled up to, uh, we started filling up the Zoom rooms, so then started having to do them on YouTube Live. Uh, after that, I had my eyes on LinkedIn Live, started producing our shows there, um, and now have been multi-streaming to Twitch, LinkedIn, YouTube, um, Facebook, all of the above with wild success, not only for my own individual streams, but now producing live streams for other businesses and other people that want to build out their own show. So uh, from 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 zero to hero, <laughs> I, I, I think that uh, that journey um, isn't an authoritative conversation of like, I've been doing this for 22 years and I'm the, the best ever. <laughs> it's, it's much more of like, this is a new medium that you, you can explore you as the listener. I don't care what industry, what background, what level of technical experience you have. This live stream medium needs to be something that's, that's on your radar uh moving forward into this digital realm um so that's that's the the overarching um answer is uh i've been through music production video production podcast production uh and every level of content creation and uh been doing it for a long time too since the myspace days and nothing has stolen my attention and focus the way live stream has this last year so so That's for my those, pitch. <laughs> so for the, the the younger ones out there, right? MySpace is uh, like the the dinosaur to Facebook. So just so you know what that is. Um, all right, cool. So that was a lot there. Now, you had said wild success. Define wild success because there. My guess is you probably have a couple of goals, couple of expectations whenever you're doing these live streams. So what is success in your world? And maybe how should we, as somebody getting started on this? What should our level of expectation be of what our success should look like? Mm, brilliant question. I think a key piece for me, I've spent a, uh, several years as, as a creative director um, in the context of, of content marketing. Um, super, super common and popular strategy uh, for developing organic content. And the key metric for success in that realm um, over the years has been engagement rate. Uh, the engagement rate of your content is a really strong KPI um, and is one that's more difficult to game than others. Uh, so the engagement rate is going to be based on the number of people that view something, how many of them commented or interacted either once or multiple times. And over the years, as I've alluded to, uh, that I've been in social media, Engage, good engagement rates have been anywhere from like one to 5%, like 10% is extremely impressive, especially on some of the modern platforms uh, nowadays. But live streams have been giving me near or above 100% engagement rates, wow. um, which is an extremely, extremely strong signal. Um, if you think about how long it would take for you to get just say uh, a thousand comments or hear from a, 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 a thousand comments in a single picture post is very difficult to get. 
uh, a thousand comments on a single video is a little bit easier, but still extremely difficult to get. In our live streams that we have for uh, a half an hour, 60 minutes, sometimes even longer, there's times that we get literally thousands of comments and it's real time engagement. The way that when we're having a conversation and you wanna mention something, uh, you can hop in and ask, literally ask a question or throw in your input. That piece is where I see the, the wild success is the engagement rate of live streaming is just miles ahead of any other content medium. Um, and once it reaches a point where the total reach and discoverability is at the same level of those other content mediums, um, it's just going to be very difficult to compete with with that level of connection in real time. Okay, so, man, there's a lot there. Okay. <laughs> so uh, I jotted down a couple of things. So this is a great KPI to see how you're doing, but it's an, also a content creation, right? And I think that's a lot of times why people started with a podcast to, to help with content creation. Now, what? how do you start with I mean, even getting people to show up on the lives, because that's going to be a key piece. Did you already have a massive following before you started to do these lives? And that's how you started to get the followings. So that will be question number one. And I'll have a follow up. Yeah. yeah, this is this is a big key piece um, as we're starting to master the production, the post-production and the promotion ahead of the show. Um, these are all very key pieces to the entire equation. Um, so obviously any existing audience is, is gonna help. Um, so anybody that you, if you have a content format of other kinds, if you're posting videos on LinkedIn or you have a, a, a podcast, uh, that's gonna be a good boost to start. Um, but as far as getting fresh, fresh people in the mix. Um, this is the most difficult piece of live streaming. Um, I kind of think of it in a, in a traditional marketing funnel. Uh, there's surface level content at the top. This mm -hmm. is going to be your text posts, your tweets, your, uh, your requotes, sharing, sharing quotes of, of, of other people, stuff like that. It's, it's very likely to get a lot of reach but the depth you're connecting with somebody is not going to be super deep. So that's top of funnel is that type of stuff. Mid funnel is going to be those interactive uh, videos or sliders or eBooks, um, stuff that's a little bit deeper, but it's not quite real time interaction. So that's okay. going to pull people further down uh, into your funnel. And I've really considered live stream really the 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 inverse pyramid the the bottom of your funnel is going to be the least amount of people but with the deepest connections the people that walk away from a live stream when they've hung out with you for 30 60 90 minutes some of them go four or five hours plus like uh you know that person like you know what they what their tone is like their their filler words their uh all of these levels of details that you would never be able to get from a text post or just a normal linkedin video so right. it's when you have those operating in unison that it really becomes powerful to have 
that high level text posts and people that are going to give you max reach from there. Those are people that are interested in watching your normal videos and micro content. And then from there, those are most likely going to be the people that join your live streams. So thinking of it in a cohesive funnel rather than siloing the show or the live stream, whatever production you're putting together, siloing it um, is only going to, it still can succeed on its own, but it's much less likely to get the that audience from scratch. Um, so that's, that's a big piece is plugging it into your entire strategy um, in a smart way is, is a really good way to keep things moving so that people are continuously discovering uh, and going deeper down that, that content um, connection, essentially. Okay, a, so go ahead. I'm sorry, finish that thought. No, it's 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 just an ongoing it's an ongoing journey, um, just like relationship building on social media. You're not going to convert somebody in one single post and one yeah. single comment. They're going to see you a few times, not say anything. Then they start seeing you a few more times and join the conversation. And then now we have. Yeah, we have regulars that show up at every stream, no matter what, um, whatever. So when you're at that level, it's it's a good positive signal. Um, They're like for sure. Yeah, pretty, pretty, pretty much. You'll you'll have your own live live stream groupies if you're if you're doing uh, if you're doing things right. That's for sure. So let's <laughs> so I'll go a quick aside and then come back to this. So I would think if you're doing things right. That means that you're giving value, right? Whenever you're doing these live streams, there has to be value. So, for example, uh, I know you're not on it yet, but it's it's blowing my mind some of the content that you're I'm getting from Clubhouse, right? Mm. You're you're getting these people that are just giving it away. Or I look at um, Ryan Reiser comes to mind. He does a live stream on cold calling. So you get to see him live doing things. So people are sitting there wondering. So it seems like if you can really show your excellence, your bring value, I mean, in depth, just giving it away type content value, that one on one, that seems to be what people are really drawn to and what works well. Am I am I off on that? You are you are definitely right. But there's also a spectrum here to explore. Okay. So we're we're considering this word value. One of the most vague and now over overused words here in marketing, sales, all that realm is provide value. What's even more critical to determine is what exactly does that value look like? And this is where that spectrum comes in. So at the beginning, I alluded to anybody being able to get started on streaming and utilizing it somehow. And a piece of that journey is finding your stream style or the style you're going to present information, the content of the information. All of this is stuff that has to be considered from the production side. So if we think of producing a live stream, there's two ends of the spectrum. One is going to be exactly what you were just mentioning. I want in-level behind the scenes details, deep insights, how to's over the shoulder, like show me uh, all of that type of stuff is high value education. Um, right. they're, they're walking away with something they've learned. Now, 
the other end of the spectrum is something that people uh, often neglect is entertainment, connection. People want to hang around, especially especially now that we've, we're in this COVID era of we can't go out and hang out with each other and go to conferences. There's a large volume of people that simply want to connect or be entertained or just hang out with you for, for an hour. Um, and that's where it can span uh, a, an entire spectrum of a show can be extremely authoritative, drop in knowledge bombs and mic drops left and right, or there's other people that are gonna enjoy a more, what I call like chill stream. Um, they feel like they're, they're hanging out with you for the evening or the afternoon. Um, uh, they're playing music you like and enjoy. That's something I've had a lot of success with is utilizing music and entertainment in live streams. So um, you are correct that in those values and insights are extremely valuable, um, but you don't have to be throwing together a keynote or this fancy presentation to start right. streaming. There is a spectrum. Um, and I'm, I'm discovering if you can have a healthy balance of both of those, you now have a extremely st strong relationship building tool um, while also j building authority and content for yourself. So if every sh other show you did one that was very, very uh, goal driven or education driven, you did seven tips to have a pro live stream that converts into leads for your business. Like that's going to be something that's more likely to attract new people because they, they technically don't care where the information's coming from, who it's coming from. They're like, I need to know this. I want to know this. So I'm going to participate. That's going to bring in more new people. And then what brings in those, the loyalists or the, or the groupies is more of those, the chill streams, the hangout ones where we're, we're just playing games together. We play games for a half an hour um somebody wins the trivia contest and they join your community like that's going to be a completely different relationship than somebody that just came for those seven tips to generate leads um both are great neither is right neither is wrong uh it's about finding what works for you your goals and your audience that you're trying to tap into so this goes back to authenticity right another word that's thrown around all the time. So if you're not that, like, that's not me, I'm too straight laced. I'd love to be more fun, right? You seem like a super cool guy. You got the, the stormtrooper in the background, like like got the, um, what do you call that plant that you have right there? Son of a gun, I forget it. The, the bonsai. The bonsai the plant, bonsai. I mean, yes. how cool is that? You got a bonsai plant for goodness sakes, right? That not me drinking blue, whatever that crazy <laughs> concoction is, right? So like tons of entertainment so not me i'm too straight laced I, I want the details i want that oh that's how you do it bop, 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 bop. i'm gonna go and then apply it so i can keep moving on so what i'm getting from you if i have this correctly is figure out what you want to give what's value to you right because that's going to be valuable and then do that but if you're straight laced and your content here's the seven tips to blah 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 then go that route or if you're going to go the entertainment route and be chill, and that's going to be the audience that you're going to build, but you're going to build the right audience that's drawn into into one style or the other. Is that a, a fair 
assessment of what you kind of laid out there? Yeah, I think there's there's a critical piece that you can basically the equation we want to play is the buyer persona and the audience you want to capture and then your stream or your production. Um, those are going to be that can be anything on both ends, depending on who the person interested in streaming is and who the target audience is. Now, connecting those dots and bringing those under the same world, that's what a live stream can do. So uh, just like you were saying, your style wouldn't wouldn't quite fit if you came out and were trying to DJ instead of have a, have a set, a set Friday night set for the evening isn't your style. So this is a big piece um, as I help people either in a done for you production or just in like a DIY type of setup. One of the key pieces is discovering and honing in on your stream style. Um, there's a very wide spectrum. I think a lot of people are really underutilizing the medium. They just turn it on, set up a, a talking head interview, and then that's that's the the furthest they take it. Right. Um, but you can explore the medium in so many ways and find what works for you in the same way we do for fashion or for wearing for wearing clothes or something. You wouldn't just go and see somebody else's outfit that and you're like oh they look good they look whatever and then take the exact same outfit wear their same suit and their same dress shirt their same everything and then you wonder why it doesn't you're like it's something's off it's not your style um so that's a big piece i think a lot of people neglect even considering streaming um because they've tried they've seen somebody it work for somebody else they tried to duplicate that and then it didn't work for them. Um, right. And that's just a, uh, of course there's best, best practices and stuff to follow, but in general, it's something you're gonna have to work at and and find your style. The same way your podcast would, would need a style. Is it gonna be more conversationalist? Who knows where it goes? Or is there structured lanes and specific questions to hit? Um, those are the same type of questions and same type of mindset that we need to approach with with live streaming. Um, so there's definitely uh, multiple multiple directions to go with it um, about finding your your style um, over so time. So let's let's break that down a little bit. So one of the notes that I put down here from whenever you're opening this up is how do you know which ones to use? So you're on live. You're on. Um, uh, on Twitch, you said you're on on uh, YouTube Live, you're on LinkedIn Live. So, how do you know which one to go on? I mean, LinkedIn, getting on LinkedIn Live right now is a little bit of a challenge. So, let's talk through those. One, any any ideas, best practices on getting on LinkedIn Live, or is it just keep showing up until they they notice you? <laughs> yeah. So, uh, macro level, um, this is all part of that same equation we were mentioning at the earlier of who is the target audience we're wanting to capture and where are they hanging out at? Um, so for me, uh, I'm still zeroing in on this formula, um, of multi-streaming. So as of right now, uh, just streaming everywhere and letting, <laughs> letting everybody go wherever they want. Um, but we're discovering there are, uh, I guess, t unofficial tones or themes kind of expected 
in each platform. Um, so stuff that is more casual, more interactive, or games and trivia is more likely to work on Twitch. The okay. stuff that is more insightful, here's your seven tips for landing sales and leads, is obviously going to be more um, successful with the LinkedIn crowd. So uh, there's no right answer for that. Um, it's it's going to be finding, again, your stream style and plugging it into that persona or that audience you're, you're targeting. Um, so high-level... Um, no one answer. Uh, it's it's going to shift depending on who you're shooting for. And then as far as LinkedIn application, um, this one is, yeah, a, a very <laughs> wide spectrum of who's approved and not approved. But I can share what worked for me, and hopefully it helps somebody. <laughs> but I started applying, yeah, mid early last year, um, did two so or three. So you were an early adopter then. I believe so. Yeah, I didn't realize at the time, um, but we were we were just curious. Yeah, for any format to get it going on LinkedIn Live, and I kept getting rejected. I didn't have video content on my profile, um, and didn't really have any streaming experience at at the moment when I first started applying. But connecting back to that moment in March that we we alluded to earlier, I started producing live Zooms and Zoom sessions that eventually uh, we took into YouTube. So I, before, instead of saying, I'm not going to stream until I'm approved for LinkedIn Live, I said, okay, I'm going to stream. And my only option at the moment is YouTube and, and then eventually started Twitch. But those are where open platforms you didn't need uh, approval for to get going. And what I essentially did was used about five or 10 episodes of live streams on there to apply for LinkedIn. So now instead of just applying to LinkedIn with an empty application, um, I'm sharing, hey, I'm very curious. I have a LinkedIn audience. Um, we have a weekly show that's been going. However, I've been having to take them to YouTube every single week um, because I don't have LinkedIn live access. And as soon as I had like seven or 10 shows of those ready, um, I applied like once or twice more. I snuck through the cracks and, and got approved. <laughs> so I have no idea if there's any literal logic to that or if it just happened to be coincidence that um, they approved after I started having YouTube videos. But for me, that that was the sequence that happened to work. Yeah. So if there is anything that you can do on your end to just get it started, whether it's streaming or the organic um, video content, I know they look at that as well as a metric. Um, anything you can do to show that you're just competent and confident on camera, like at, yeah. in any way, um, is going to be a win. And even that, that is a very low threshold. I've seen people with very janky setups, completely winging it, barely can tell like their, their laptop is like looking up their nostrils. They're like, this guy is not experienced with live stream, but he's got LinkedIn access somehow. So, um, just keep trying, uh, stream more, apply more link to the videos you are streaming and doing already. Um, and eventually uh, the dam will break. <laughs> now, one other piece that you said here, and I'm finding this. So um, 
you know, it's live stream nevertheless, but it's audio as opposed to video on, on Clubhouse. One suggested that they have is to build this thing up, is to be consistent in when you're doing this. And you, you dropped that idea. I wasn't sure if that was intentional, but you said a weekly show. Is that mm. a suggestion here to really build up a live audience? You get something consistently every single day, every single you know week, or I, I would think monthly would probably be too infrequently to get noticed. So any any ideas there, please? Yeah, as of right now, the the frequency, weekly frequency seems to be a really good rhythm, both for personal streams, for um, B2B shows. Um, it just seems to be a solid frequency. Uh, definitely, definitely recommended for long-term growth. And that, that piece you were mentioning of how do you actually get people to show up? Um, the same way once upon a time when we had to watch network television, um, your favorite show started at 7 p.m. on Wednesdays. They had these primetime lineups. It was always every Wednesday at 7, your show is starting. Um, this is the same mentality that you want to be developing with people that are joining your streams. Uh, if they don't know when you're going live, it's very unlikely they're just going to stumble into it. Um, right. the, the discoverability is not super great. Um, Twitch is ahead of the game as far as just I'm online and want to watch something who's online. Boom. And then they have all everybody who's online available there. But LinkedIn, um, YouTube isn't super great at it either. Uh, you're going to literally want people to not only know when it is every week, but you're going to need to remind them multiple times for them to actually show up. Yeah. Um, so that's the one trade off with these of if you're building the show and building the experience to be like having that, like you had to be there um, type of vibe and engagement and interaction, consistency is gonna be a massive thing. Um, I know the, the weekly frequency works for me and then people that are into uh, consistent, like personal streaming, those more chill streaming or gaming streams, they'll do every Monday, Wednesday, Friday at yeah. 7 p.m. or whatever it is. But consistency is a huge factor because um, you start getting people that develop habits. Um, we've got a Friday night, Friday evening show that people like literally are waiting for. They they oh, like wow. start asking like Tuesday, Wednesday, like, yo, who's the guest? Like, what do we got lined up this week? I'm like, oh, nice. Um, so if I just did one of those at Friday at 7 one week and then the next week it was Thursday at 4 p.m. And then the next week it was Friday at 3 p.m. Like that's going to create a a lot of friction to get people in the room. So consistency and schedules are a big win for sure. Interesting. OK, so let's talk about the content that's created. Is there if I'm on YouTube live or if I'm on LinkedIn live or if I'm on Twitch or name the name the platform, I've seen a lot of people they put um, subtitles on there for the repurposing of that. Is that all included? Do we have to get additional software to do this? So talk to us a little bit about the repurposing of these videos, because I would think that's one of the main reasons for doing this. It's absolutely. So there is a ton of extra mileage and extra value to extract from live streams in post production. 
Um, so the show itself obviously is the experience for the user that's there. But once the show is recorded, you now have your 30 or 60 minutes of content that you can utilize for LinkedIn content, for TikTok, for Instagram, for Facebook, whatever your, your platforms are. Um, the post-production piece is absolutely vital. Um, if, if you want long-term reach growing around the show um, because right. it, it now gives you when we were leading back to that funnel we were mentioning of the live stream itself is bottom of the funnel with the lowest volume of reach you can now use this micro content as those mid and top funnel pieces where they may have not joined the live stream but your three minute highlight of the live stream they saw on LinkedIn. And now after they've seen it three times, they're like, oh, I might wanna check out this show. I don't know. Like, um, So that's a, definitely a huge piece that helps for the live stream itself. But then the other piece that you can really consider is where does this plug into your business or your life right. goals? Um, and that's where you can really take the, the, the micro content any direction you want. If you're having a year where you want to build deep authority, you want to be an, a known authority in this industry, you can just slice those mic drop moments um, from your from your show and share them now on LinkedIn um, or vice versa. If you were in a stage of your personal branding where you wanted to increase your relatability and make people think you're relatable and human and entertaining, maybe a bloopers reel or something from, from all the mishaps from, from your live stream is going to be something you'd want to throw together and put uh, on LinkedIn or YouTube or whatever it is. So that's where the flexibility after the show is virtually limitless from parody trailers to those high authority mic drop moments there's so much you can do with the editing after the show um that it really just becomes again back to that same equation this is all i focus on um when we're doing this for clients is who is this for truly yeah. who is this for and it, that micro content gives you more ways to surround that target persona um so if it's linkedin or youtube or TikTok videos you can use that micro content to keep popping up on their radar over and over and over. So now every direction they're going, um, they're running into your content or your face somehow, some way. And so many directions you could take that um, as far but, as uh, which platform, but absolutely vital piece of it uh to, to let, consider post-production yeah let me hit that there right so in post-production yeah. and do me a favor keep me honest to this one because i want to come back on you know the additional software the the subtitles for the mm -hmm. the top of the funnel but what i really like what you're saying here is it's 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 a flywheel effect right so yes yeah right because even if i started so tell me if i'm crazy on this right so i'm gonna start at the very bottom I'm, I'm down here i got no followers i've got nobody watching this i don't have anybody because i haven't been consistent in my thursdays at seven o'clock or whatever time we're gonna pick right i don't have anyone there my sense is what you just told us is so what make the content 
get that to the top of the funnel, allow that to fall through, and now you're, you're multitasking. Whenever you're doing this, you're, you're able to use this for so many different ways. Right now, to me, it seems like content is king. If it's so noisy out there, if I can't consistently show that I'm a subject matter expert or I really know what I'm gonna do, unless if I'm getting a warm introduction, Without, if I'm selling something complex that isn't just a widget, I need to be able to differentiate myself and leveraging this content will allow me to do it. So if I'm doing these live, record it, put that to the top of the funnel, like you said, 30 second clips, three minute clips of all your mic drops, I'm, I'm putting text to it. And now I can make tools and worksheets and, and all of these different value add, however you want to define value yeah. add, valuable pieces that's gonna keep dropping people down to the funnel, which then is gonna to go to pipeline funnel, which is then gonna to go to revenue, which is then gonna to go to the bank. And, and so if I have to, if my sense is what you're saying here, is I have to really take a long-term perspective on this. And if this is like anything else in life, I take that long-term perspective, then eventually it just clicks. And I don't know mm. what does it, but then it just pops. And you're like, holy crap how how did this happen right am i am i kind of online with that or yeah no it takes takes years to to have an overnight success um <laughs> so uh that is that is absolutely on par um it, the biggest piece i think a lot of people miss or really maybe just don't understand because it's so new the medium itself is this can be plugged into so many things in so many ways um, yeah. as far as a genuine, true show. Um, so having think of having yeah your own talk show or your own TV show. It's a media asset. It is an asset in itself. Um, if, in the highest form, you could literally sell the show itself. Um, episodes, if you have good enough content, high enough production value, the show itself is a media asset. Now the equation becomes how and where and when do we plug this into the business goals of, of your life or of your company? And that's where it can be, yeah, anything in that flywheel. Um, if it's more of an audience-based show, then now you're, you're framing it as a community event. The same yeah. way you went to your favorite restaurant or your favorite club on Fridays and Saturdays is the same way people show up to these events. They expect the same vibe. They expect the same crowd. Or if the if the goal of the show isn't for that front end audience engagement or people to feel like they're hanging out, the show can be an authority generator and relationship builder itself. So the goal is just to connect with high level people from industry x if that's truly been your goal you can set up the show to be entirely catered to building those relationships and now people that have ignored your emails for weeks or <laughs> months or years <laughs> or forever um suddenly when you have your own show and there's authority built around it people are starting to respond and they're open to that conversation um and i've had literally that experience of, of people that I've emailed for years prior to that, just, hey, just curious if you wanted to talk about content marketing or where we can support or whatever. Nothing, nothing, nothing for years over and over. 
but I finally have my show and invite them. Hey, curious if we could feature your story on the Beast Node podcast. Um, would love to know if we could share X, Y, and Z. I noticed you're launching this. Yeah. Boom. They respond in an instant. Let's book it. Let's do this, <laughs> whatever. Yeah, so right. whether it's a podcast or a live stream or anything, if you're smart about how you're setting it up, you can plug it into your business and your life in so many ways. So that flywheel effect, um, absolutely. There's there's a, a rinse and repeat like setup to it. But if you can keep things fresh while staying consistent, you've got a, a recipe for success there for sure. Yeah, and, and I'll come back to you for a shameless plug here by, at the end of this, but I'm guessing that's something that you could help us with. I, I want to give two examples here to go back to your community statement, because I really think that this is important, especially to the, the, the new generation coming in and a little bit maybe the millennials. I think us, uh, so I'm a, a generator, gen, uh, gen X or whatever they call those things, right? So uh, I don't know if it's my personality or not, but we're not terribly relational for the most part. It seems like millennials are and definitely this newer generation coming in. And I, I look at successes like um, Rev Genius or what... Uh, what um, Amy Volus and Scott Lease are doing on their Thursday yeah. night sales. I mean, it's amazing the communities that they're that they're building up here. So you're suggesting that you can really share this community because you're getting that like-minded individual that's enjoying this, and you're all sharing best practices. So it seems like that's instead of doing a lot of this, the idea would be to do this, but then allowing other people to come on to ask their questions. And that's where um, con contextualizing what's relevant for them or getting their engagement or involvement would be really helpful. Is that kind of where you would see this going once you build up that audience? Yeah, I think uh, the, the community element is yeah, really a, a piece that I'm investing more into seriously because it kind of happened unintentionally. I sort of just had the I had the media production and content marketing side figured out. I had seen the light on that just from client work. But this community element, the community building of a live stream experience or whether it's Zoom rooms, private Zoom rooms like the Thursday night sales or open public streams, people are desperate for any type of human connection. I think across any uh, any spectrum, any industry, any generation now, um, regardless of what the norm is, we all desire to connect with people that we like or yeah. we like what they're doing. Um, and this is a very simple platform to not only start that connection with between me and the viewer on the other side of the camera, but now the guests that you're bringing in, that's a deep connection they're going to remember. The community before and after the shows, that's the biggest piece I'm discovering that I really undervalued. Um, if you have a community built around your brand or your business, they got to do something all the all the other hundreds of hours you're not streaming or the uh, when the event is not there so that's where we're discovering having linkedin community or um discord community this is a, t a tool i've really been focusing on is building out a discord community that is going 24/7 and now the scalability of that community 
has just amplified because it's no longer restricted to me and a viewer, me and a viewer. It's now viewers meeting other viewers, hanging out with guests. And then the guests after the show come into the Discord and hang out for what we set oh, up kidding. as like an after party. Um, and it's just the same. I, I literally, I just keep equating it to, uh, I spent so much time in the music realm and music world. Um, it's the same exact thing as like event promoters and bartenders and DJs and the musicians and the bands. Like naturally, you're going to start hanging out with the same people that have the same interests. And yeah. uh, just because the show or your concert ended at 10 doesn't mean the night ended. Everybody went and yeah, got drinks after when it. went to a restaurant or whatever. And yeah, so that community building element has a surreal snowball effect um, that I undervalued coming into streaming. And now this year I'm placing much more of a intentional focus on it of people joining the beast node com community and people that fit under that umbrella. Um, they just naturally resonate with one another. And now we've got people starting businesses together. We've got um, friends like collaborating, um, whether it's on music and art, um, other people, yeah, that have mentioned like they've literally wanted to start a side hustle. They, they found somebody else in the community. Two girls work together and they are now running a, a, a social media marketing agency, all nice. based on connecting through that community element. So, um, and you call that Discord? Value. You called it Discord or is that a, a platform or what is that? Yeah. So, uh, this is something I just tapped into from the gaming world. It's a. Yeah, it's an application or platform. Um, the The entire thing is called Discord, but you create your community within it. It's called a server. Um, okay. So basically, I invite people to our server, the Beast Node server. And the way we have it set up is when you jump in, there's chat channels, basically similar to like old like Yahoo chat rooms, or uh, I guess a better comparison would be like Slack, how you can separate people into channels and, and keep in touch like 24 seven. And also voice and video rooms. So oh, that's really where the, the, the game changer where we have like late night, deep, deep connections. Um, Cause we can hop into uh, the discord server and then you can either just join the chat channels. We've got different topics and subjects from music to food to sports, et cetera. Um, but we have the hangout rooms that are very similar to like Zoom or Clubhouse uh, where you can jump in and join and then either turn on your video, hang out, and it would be exactly like this in our Zoom. Um, or sometimes we just hang out and play games together. Like we'll just That's... play some trivia, throw it up, and people will start joining the room. It's only two of us at first, then it's four, then it's eight or ten, and then you have like a whole little mini party going on. Yeah. Um, it's one of those things that I, yeah, I'm really keeping my eyes on and experimenting with. The The biggest resistance is just getting people in there to mm -hmm. even understand like, like what the hell is discord <laughs> they're yeah. like what is what is that i don't know what um what we're supposed to what i'm supposed to do am i um uh, so that's the biggest resistance at the moment but if you can create any type of platform like that community um it doesn't literally have to be in discord it can be i know people that have facebook group communities yeah. and 
Uh, some do it through t text and WhatsApp, WhatsApp communities and stuff like that. So lots of options to consider, but for me being a multimedia guy and just wanting to allow people to just connect in any way possible, uh, Discord has been crazy to, to keep an eye on for sure. All right, God. Oh my gosh. So I can't believe how fast time has gone here. Son of a gun. All right. So <laughs> let me wrap this wrap this down. So a lot, a lot, a lot of stuff here, right? So um, really want to leverage this to connect, uh, create content, um, some really good engagement off of this. However, in order to do this effectively, we really need to develop out a, a strategy to take people down the funnel, even if that means starting at the bottom of the funnel to get the content created to be able to start them at the top of the funnel, figuring out what that content's going to be, what your style is going to be, how do you entertain and connect them, building out this this community on Discord or whatever whatever approach that we're gonna Anywhere. we're gonna take. Yep. yep. Um, we talked a little bit about how do we get on it. Good luck with that with LinkedIn, son of a gun. <laughs> and then um, and then we talked about a little bit uh, which ones to use and which ones going to use is really going to be where is your audience. So if you're more B2B, that's going to be LinkedIn. If you're just g getting started, that's YouTube. If you're more entertainment, that's uh, Twitch. Uh, so figure that out. And what you said is don't worry about, try it all because they all, it kind of inter, interlace, right? I mean, zoom. There's absolutely, yeah, absolute yeah. crossover. I, I think of a lot of people get stuck on, I hear it a lot with like TikTok and demographics and they're like, and they're like, Oh, I don't need to sell the kids. So I don't need to be on TikTok. And then, and then you ask them. Have you ever been on, have you ever used it? How do you know it's all kids? And they're like, well, yeah, I have TikTok, but I don't use it, blah, blah, blah. And you're like, well, you're not a kid, are you? Um, so there's, yeah, this, uh, I try to stay platform agnostic because the way every social media platform has ever worked from the beginning of time is the youngest kids hop on first. Uh, then once it's cool, the, uh, teenagers and college age people start hopping in. Then it hits mainstream, early adopters are on board of all ages. Then when it's that true, true mainstream, your mom and your grandma <laughs> are starting to join it. We've seen it over and over with, with all the existing platforms. I don't see why any of these other ones would be any different. So it, um, it, I was just going to piggyback on that. It yeah. seems like each platform is now connecting to the other platforms and you can't really choose because, uh, you know, B2B is now on TikTok or Twitter or um, Instagram. I never thought I would need an Instagram now on, on Clubhouse. You have to communicate through Twitter and Instagram, and then you're going to order people on TikTok. One of my favorite, uh, one of my daughter's favorite people is this 95 year old guy on TikTok who, like, oh, does all kinds of crazy stuff, right? So, you know, it, it seems like you just got to get off or get over it and just get into it. That's every every social media and every content creation medium ever. Just give it a shot. Hop in there. Everything I've done in my life that's led to success has been just jumping in, iterating, and optimizing week to week. Um, everything I've done that I've planned for months or years and built the perfect business plan and built the perfect content yeah. plan and this and uh, marketing entry and all of that hasn't succeeded everything that i've just jumped in and figured it out from e-commerce to this live streaming to podcasting 
all of anything where that I've just started um, and stayed in tune with that feedback. It's a continuous feedback signal. Yeah. Um, has had much more <laughs> success for me in my world. So as of my world, um, I would say absolutely lean into uh, just getting started, whatever medium it is. So Travis is hanging out with a little Eric Reese lean, lean startup, right? Yeah. Nope. Lean, <laughs> lean startup, lean, lean, lean impact. Um, the one back here, like the there's never going to be anything concrete like yeah. and finished or done. Um, and it's it's a difficult perception to kind of shift in your head. Um, but no, people just want to be along for the ride. And especially when it comes to live streaming, like people, that's one of the beauties of this format is people can join your journey and yeah. be with you from week to week. As I've leveled up this room, it used to be empty walls and a, a gray couch behind me. <laughs> and now, and then week after week, uh, it's slowly leveled up. And now I'm sharing coaching experiences and journeys of mine live on stream. Um, nice. that people can can just be a part of every week um so yeah lots lots of stuff to explore as far as best best directions to go uh, and best practices but ultimately the the least common denominator here is just get it started all right just so get something started <laughs> just get it started so i always ask what's your biggest business challenge and lessons learned so just get started best business hack talent sales or scale that you you could give i think you gave a bazillion of them so we'll skip that one resources to recommend let's take the one off your back shelf lean impact let's read that one and then um what's the future hold i think that you gave us that live stream multi-channel get after it and make communities so last question is this so we can end on try time for you travis who should reach out to you? How should they do it? And why should people reach out to you, Travis, other than having a super leveled up cool room and a yeah. Stormtrooper <laughs> mask in the back? I I want to help anybody, this person, business, company, anywhere in between, anybody that needs support converting from idea to reality. Whether that's a live stream show, a podcast production, um, or just getting started in any type of content creation, uh, that's where I found my groove and my rhythm is helping others connect the dots between idea and reality. There's a lot of hurdles that happen in between there, um, but if you have any feeling of, of creative suppression or creative energy within you um, that needs to be released through a podcast or a book or a show or anything, um, please connect with me uh, on LinkedIn. That's pretty much my home base at the moment. Um, I'm not on Instagram or Twitter, so maybe my clubhouse adventures won't be going well, but um, <laughs> connect with me on LinkedIn. Let's let's share this journey together. Uh, as I alluded to earlier, like I've only been doing this live stream stuff a year or so, and it's shot me into a whole different world. Um, so it's it's a continuous journey. And if you'd like to share that journey together, I am happy to help anything, anyone. Um, I just want to br help bring things to life. So if that yeah. sounds helpful or useful, please do connect. So Travis Lochner, and we'll have it on, 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 on the show notes here, but it's uh, L 
A-C-H-N-E-R, Travis Lochner, to look him up. Uh, just reach out through me and I can uh, make that introduction. So, hey, thanks so much, Travis. This has been awesome. I can't believe how much. My head's ready to explode. So hopefully uh, <laughs> people enjoyed this one. All right. Appreciate it. On behalf of Travis Lochner and his bazillion businesses, he wants to get out and help you to be live and do stuff. Uh, reach out to him, would you? Thanks. Get after it. Don't wait around. Do not get paralyzed by overanalyzing. So have fun, guys. Thanks. See you.